Welcome to another episode of Be Now. You know, it's the show where nothing needs to happen because this moment is enough. Finally, I can hear it live. <laughs> I I love the intro the most of uh, of your of your whole podcast. I don't know why it makes me feel relaxed immediately. Relaxed, yeah. Well, I'm glad to finally sit down with you, man. Um, to start off, how are you feeling? Very good. I just went for a long run and I I smashed my half uh, half marathon record. Uh-huh. And it's great to have a bit of a holiday where where you can catch up with work uh, and just uh, enjoy some other things like like. You know, thinking about some new ideas or going to the craft beer festival later on. So mm-hmm. I always enjoy a holiday to do stuff for yourself, for your business, and, and also maybe for other people. Like yesterday, I met Ruby for a video thingy. Today, it's with you. Mm. It's nice to finally uh, pitch in some other things. So when you're, when you're running the marathon, like these long distance, half marathon, yeah. do you have like ideas, like new ideas come to you while you're running? Yes. Yeah. And actually, that's also maybe a reason why I do it. Right. Even today, I didn't prepare this interview with you. Like, there's no questions in advance. But but on the road, I suddenly start thinking about this interview, and I also found some stuff that uh, that maybe we'll talk about today. Cool. Like maybe to mention one is that yeah. I recently there was a bit of storms and uh, and lots of rain the last days here, mm. and I was running already over halfway, and I suddenly saw like a, a pretty beautiful tree that that fell over with the wind. And I kind of was thinking to compare it with Chengdu, like a lot of media, lots of exposure that Chengdu gets, they always want to be like, you know, number one or bragging or the, the upcoming city and then mm. so international and all the things. The hub. Yeah. And I felt a bit like that, you know, it's a beautiful tree, but the, the roots were not were not good enough yet. So there was a, <laughs> something happened and the, uh-huh. you know, part of the tree fell down. But then in the other way, I, I really, I'm not the, the most ambassador of Chengdu always, but the last months I'm really getting proud of this city mm. because I feel that it's in my opinion it's finally happening mm. like I've been hearing it for so many years that Chengdu it's coming it's happening and I've always been a bit like yeah well mm, not sure about it and you've been here for a long time how, how many years now? nine years nine, yeah. So, yeah but now with different factors just like looking at I'm not talking about national flights but but just stuff like it can be the word file police games, it can be the infrastructure, it can be the, the yeah, ever the whole scene. It's it's really it's really getting there. Mm. And, and I really feel like it's cool to, to be a, a very small part of it. Mm. Yeah, speaking of which, so like 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 when you when I think of the connectors in Chengdu, like you're on top of that list. Mm-hmm. Is that how you see yourself or like Um Not really. I think it's a it's a whole group of people. Right. But yeah, I'm very honored to be part of it. And I'm always happy that, that other people individually or together create something in the city. Because it's not easy. Like even if sometimes people tell me like, Oh you do so much and it's so successful. How do you do it? And I feel like <laughs> and I feel like you don't know me right. and you don't know my failures. Right. And I often feel that, that people look a bit too much at at superficial things, mm. even at like uh, what people post on their WeChat moments or whatever Facebook wall mm. or Instagram and all those platforms, and they don't really take the time to, to really uh, understand somebody or, or see what else he or she has been doing that totally didn't work out. Mm. Like I've also had some failure projects the last years. Uh, yeah, it's 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 still challenging not like everything is a uh, is a hundred percent shumbian and uh, 
and I don't have to put effort anymore. Like I, right. I, work, I work pretty damn hard, and uh, but I'm still loving it. So, right, it's a common misconception when you see someone being successful. You know, quote unquote. You kind of just think it's always like that. Yeah, and also like, how do you measure success? Right. I think uh, Chinese would more measure it in in terms of uh, making money. Mm. I was thinking about even the last days. Like Chinese are still so obsessed with uh, with financial situation. Um, and I think that in the West it's more about you know doing what you like and then and, and, and having a, a good running project or, or being happy in a good running project doesn't matter if you're your own boss or not. Um, so what's been like your like low point like during the nine years? Ah, oh, some stuff like I've done some investments that, that people probably don't know about like Lakav too, uh, where maybe you haven't even been. So there was a second Lakav at a certain time, which oh. was a, which was a two hundred square meter wine bar in, in the south, close to Tianfu International Community. Uh, Beerness too also didn't didn't end in, in the best way. Uh, my brewing thingy also didn't work out. So, but but then in the end, I'm I'm a positive guy. Mm. For me, my my glass is always half full. And I was learning. Yeah, and, and I feel that uh, after nine years now, after playing around and after being too naive and. Uh, probably taking a bit too many risks when I was too, too unexperienced. I feel like it's it's a time for me to, to really, I'm not, I'm not gonna say bring out the big guns, but <laughs> but yeah, to, next level, to, huh? yeah, to use that yeah. experience. And, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm again positive that the, yeah. my new projects or the projects are connected to the, the ones that I've already done. Yeah, I'm very hopeful and I'm very uh, looking forward to it actually. Mm. It's quite admirable, man, um, to constantly be motioning forward mm -hmm. to the next thing. So I wonder, like, uh, who is someone like that you admire? I actually admire uh, the normal Lao Pai Xing. Like, I'm really a guy that enjoys to hang out or just seeing how how happy and how how motivated they are in a simple life. Mm. Even if I go running, if I see the people that are just uh, fishing at the roads right. or I see the, the old ladies with their grandchildren. Today I saw a few examples and, and it just gives me a smile on my face. They, they, they greet me back. Mm. You know, I'm very happy sometimes if I greet first and they, they don't really know how to react because I'm not used <laughs> to it. But I don't really have idols. And, and I also feel like in China it's, it's so superficial, this whole Wang Hong culture of like... like what is Wang Hong? Wang Hong is like a, uh, let's say, it's more of a celebrity. I would uh -huh. say KOL is more of an influencer. So it's somebody like often on, on Douyin, like TikTok, that, that shakes her ass or, or, you know, has uh, funny videos with lipstick and then uh, everybody's following these kind of people. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, of course, Fang Bingbing also would be a Wang Hong, but that's, you know, at least I guess she can act, not that I've really seen her acting. Um, yeah, there's a greater depth that we can discover about yeah. each other, right? And and that's why uh, for me doing media, it's 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 been pretty cool to be active in the Chinese media circus for so long already. And I always wonder why I'm still on the guest list of so many hotels or, or, or events. So I feel that there must be something of value. Uh, and I guess that because I, I choose a niche market, which is the international community in, in, in Chengdu. And there's not many of those of those platforms, uh, or, or at least not many that do it consistently for so long. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of uh, beer, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a beer festival coming up. Yeah, it's, it's happening right now. Uh, no, uh, craft beer scene in Chengdu. Like we were, we were pretty early. 
Mm. I think uh, before us there was only Merck and maybe Palaner and Kempinski. But it's interesting, even the last months with Chengdu Beer, we just wrote a post about Chengdu's craft beer bars uh, on the official WeChat. And that was two months ago. And since then, there's already three, four, five small dedicated craft beer bars with mostly beer on tap mm. that opened up. The people calling us like, hey, can we be at it? And it's cool because, you know, those small bars with an owner or a few owners that are really into it, those make the difference. Right. Not like, okay, of course, the bottle shops also would educate some of the masses, maybe change them, hopefully, from Budweiser or Corona t towards more of a, a real craft beer. Mm. Uh, but the, the real shops, the little ones, uh, beer on They're tap, really uh, special special mm. kinds where you can't get in Chengdu. And for sure, the conversation with the guy behind the bar, that really convinces people to, to become an advocate for, for this kind of, I won't just say beer, I would say more of a lifestyle. Mm. People that choose to be different, people that choose for uh, another quality of life, mm. uh, and even people that choose to hang out with different people. Mm. And I, I like it that those kind of uh, business owners and also sometimes you see that maybe every few years they, they take a trip to Belgium or to the States or to somewhere related to beer. So maybe the same as I'm now start to travel because of running. Uh, those guys are traveling because of, you know, tasting a, a new kind of a beer or a different kind yeah, of stuff. So. Right, right. Yeah, and it's, 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 and even the other thing is that Chengdu maybe now is the most craft breweries of the whole, the whole of China. Really? Like Umbeer moved from Beijing to Chengdu. Wow. We already had before uh, Geezer with his uh, Taoyang Brewery. We have Wild West. We have the new one called uh, Nine States. Jojo, Naman is brewing beer. Uh, you have uh, Guisho, that guy. So if you look at the other, the other cities, the big cities, hmm. I think often because of government regulations over there, they have to close or, or move it far away. But yeah, the other brands would be a lot of doing also contact brewery now. So brewery, so they are asking us to do another brewery, mostly a uh, U-Brow. Uh, but yeah, a great leap, and a nice brewery. Yeah, it was a, a San Diego IPA or IPA yeah, that came to Chengdu about a few years ago. All right. Uh, You're excited? Ah, oh, that's still yeah. And that like a big uh, you know launching party at uh, Foam. Okay, Foam, Foam Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. I think I, I think I even was there maybe. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I met the reps last week also again. They're again trying to push here a bit. Um, so, and um, entrepreneurship, connect. so yeah, so, so being a connector, I feel mm. like, uh, I mean, I don't know, being an entrepreneur myself mm -hmm. and seeing my own journey kind of develop over the past four years, Yeah, like what made, what's made the most difference mm -hmm. for me, it's been like people like yourself, like Eric and like, you know, Evo and like people who like connect you. It's like, yeah. I don't know, it w I would be in a different place if it wasn't for the people. Yeah, also, that's for me maybe also a big, how to say, something that keeps me going. Mm. Like uh, managing all those platforms, like like Channel Expert, the unofficial, we have two of unofficial WeChat, that's 9,000 connections. Channel Beer has 4,000. Beerness has two. That's basically uh, 8,000. Munchwich has two, that's also around 8,000. I have two, that's 7,000. Mm. Um, and for sure, it's an expert. Like, what I'm maybe the most surprised of is that every week, of course, we, ha we answer a lot of questions, but that's also good for us because we know what we have to write about. And that's normal questions. But what I'm most proud of is that to answer questions that really will influence people's lives. Mm. Like, questions like, 
where can I find a psychiatrist? Or is there an, an anonymous alcohol meetup in, in Chengdu? Is there? Uh, there was, there was, but uh, I think it, that's because a venue closed, it was there before. Uh, I think not anymore. Mm. Uh, but just really questions about like, okay, I'm getting a divorce and I'm having big problems. Uh, do you know a good lawyer? Or, or stuff like, you know, I'm, I'm establishing a business and I need somebody that does my business license or my taxes or what to do with my, with my, with my visa stuff. There's a lot of questions that we get every week, which basically we can always give the answer almost. Right. Or we can refer to the right person that, that hopefully will, will help them out or at least, uh, yeah, for, for a fee, of course. But it's really cool that the, um, yeah, that people see us as kind of a, and also myself as, as kind of a, a database of like, hey, I, I, who was it again a few days ago? Was Dieter, you, you Mr. Know All of Chengdu, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. And I knew the answer, and, and that's just because of, yeah, seeing so many questions. Right. And that's also why we make some media groups like Chengdu Q&A. I think it's one of the best groups for us to learn what people, which information they need, but it's also very nice to, to, to be able to, to answer them and just uh, build our database. Mm. There's like a there's an ecosystem of, yeah. of 400 expats who are in Chengdu, yeah. and the resources that are flowing. Yeah, it's it's really getting there, and uh, I think for foreigners it's still not easy. Like it's always going to be hard. Like we're still a small circle doing our own business. It's still mostly food and beverage, but it is nice that there's a, a a few communities helping out each other, and that there's just like a few people, yeah, sharing whatever. And it should be like that also, mm. like. A, you're not gonna you will find the answer in the end Mm. but yeah i think chengdu for entrepreneurship it's it's not there yet because i think for for starting businesses and making it really into a startup city you need a few things first of all is is ideas second of all is is cash so it's basically investment and funds uh third of all is is the people that can do it and then i think uh, the, the one that lags the most is the customers so there is people with good ideas. There is money available if you have a good pitch and a, and a bit of experience. Uh, there is the workforce. So there is, a, for sure, you can find decent people. But I feel like a lot of people, mostly Chinese, they they want to rush too quick into things. They're mm. like, you know, my uncle opened a beer bar and it seems to be doing well, or my neighbor is doing a you know a hair shop uh, and he has customers, or this guy is uh, is having a podcast. Uh, so yeah i think i can do it let me find some money for my friends or, or just like do it myself but they don't really f- maybe do their research or they don't really figure out who's going to be their customers mm. so i feel like most of the steps of the ingredients the mix is is fulfilled but they should spend a bit more time on doing their homework okay is 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 this really gonna work mm. because you know once you get you have a failure for sure if it's the first second time you can't keep going and going like you know you have to get your cash flow also going talk to me about patience yeah like isn't that the heart of it it's like instead of jumping the gun yeah i also learned that like um you know it's nine years that i've so it's almost six years that i've started my own business like this dearness that's more than six years mm. Uh, it was great, like amazing Chinese business partner. Still, still the same, uh, still the same uh, relationship between us. Patience. I wasn't patient. Uh, I'm still not. That, I was actually thinking about it when I was running. Like one of my things that you have to improve is, is I, I can't wait. Sometimes, even if I'm running, 
like if there's those ice in the middle of the way i i almost because i'm like trying to warn them when i'm like coming on like hey hey or like uh, i say something that they at least hear me but like when they don't move it on the way i really get a bit like come <laughs> on like watch <laughs> out because uh yeah. um yeah but i i do uh, even my colleagues tell me like that i've been the last years like even with with them when we're discussing something or we were building something new that they someone said me like wow you're really patient and you really if there's like a discussion that i kind of back out that i don't like want to like overstep it or something that i just like turn quiet for a while and then afterwards we talk about it mm. um i think it comes with age also right, right. experience and saying yeah 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 it's huge man i mean i just hear too many stories where bosses are just like just trying to dominate the tone of the mm -hmm. team and like it's in my way or the highway kind of yeah. thing it's not easy also because it's also not easy always to know what's wrong or right uh, but mm. a lot of stuff that actually Chanak does is still me controlling the phones so so people think that there's like a whole big team around it but often it's me mm. uh, but I like to do it as well because I know I know a bit what's happening then and I can always and now I think when I'm going to Shanghai and Xi'an this month I'm gonna leave the phones here uh, so I'm, I'm gonna go away 15 days and it's, it's gonna be a challenge for me to leave all those platforms uh, behind <laughs> but I have to do it because uh, yeah if we really want to grow like we're expanding to Xi'an a few months ago already like uh, uh, I have to learn to uh, let things go mm. and, and, and let it go trust it, the people yeah I trust them mm. but it's just like I'm still a bit of a control freak sometimes I guess uh, in a certain way I want to do things too too much like like I think it's good or something yeah, it comes with uh, yeah, it just comes with building a startup, huh? It's like you want things to go as planned, and it's always things go yeah. sideways. <laughs> but yeah, you do learn. I still know Beerus. I think I, I even I can't imagine anymore. But apparently, the first year of Beerus, I was tapping beer behind the bar every single night, and I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine anymore. People tell me, like, yeah, like Julie, she worked for six years. So like, yeah, dear, every day, every day, almost. I was like, really? And like the first three years like i couldn't go to sleep before i get the finance report just because i want to to see that everything was, was was safe that everything was legit that nothing happened that you know that that they ordered the beer for the next day that the, the, the gas bottle is closed whatever small stuff and then after three i just let it go like i was always like controlling the music like totally even a fine system to do it from home or like uh, checking all the playlists and then letting them tell me like which place is playing now at which mm. time of the of the evening and after three hours i was just a bit like you know there's the playlist mm. guys you can play with it a bit but you know don't put r&b or, or or goddamn edm or something uh, as long as you keep a bit the same style mm. uh and then sometimes i figure out who cares for sure chinese people like i i've been in bars and i was like the music was like I don't know, it was like Snoop Dogg screaming or, or, or whatever EDM going on the loudest volume and just, yeah, nobody cares. I, I was once also in Mocha Bros and it was, you know, daytime, it was really loud. But that's what I actually loved about Mocha Bros because I was talking to the marketing lady and I was like, it's really loud here, even for me, at, at like brunch time. Mm. And I was like, don't you get complaints? And she told me, yes, regularly. Mm. And I was like, why don't you lower right. the volume them uh -huh. and she was like because the people that complain are not our target customers huh. just really interesting that maybe older people or not funky enough people 
and and they want to have like a funky crowd in their in their place mm. and i was like god damn it i, <laughs> I love this strategy just like you know they they choose their niche markets uh, before they open they the shop who... they they know they're gonna get complaints because because what they choose to do but at least they stick to it mm. and, and then you know you get cooler people or the people that they th they think are cool in their place but those are also maybe the people that will will send on their moments they will send on on Dianping. they they're gonna tell their friends about it they're gonna take some more pictures to put on instagram so it's really uh i really was fascinated by by the answer of like yes it mm. is too loud mm. and we know it mm -hmm. but we don't give it a damn because yeah. it's our strategy and we've been planning this in beijing since uh, since a few years already so mm -hmm. yeah you know it's like it seems to be a common theme is like there's no black and white answers in china yeah like uh you like um yeah like i went to uh one of the just nice hotels down south and uh it was like a, a launch party or something my friend invited me mm -hmm. and i go in and it's like a, a lounge area it feels like it's a lounge area but the music was like super loud yeah and it was like this kind of like like techno electronic music. yeah yeah, yeah. And it just didn't make any like it didn't make sense. Yeah, you know? I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but then you never know. Maybe it will work. Yeah, right. Like, because in the end, who the hell are we as foreigners right. to, to say what is gonna work here? Yeah. Like we are guests here. <laughs> we, we we try to understand it, but we probably don't. And yeah, I'm also trying to think like yeah, I don't want to target too many foreigners anymore. Like to an expert, we also recently figured out that. Uh, 52% of our users use the Chinese system on their phones. I'm very surprised by it, but that means that lots of uh, high Guay, like returnees or, or Chinese that speak English actually are, are using our platforms. And I'm very happy about it as well because, you know, the, the, the big market is still the Chinese mm. for sure. Mm. So I always advise people that, that come to me and they're, they're like, oh yeah, even, even actually mostly Chinese people, they come to me and they're like, I want to open a Western restaurant. And I'm like, don't do it like but, but they really want to open it like western standards like let's say let's say like something high-end like french or, or steakhouse and i'm like focus on the big market who are the chinese and that's the the middle class or even below that they don't have the money to to every day eat a steak or, or eat a burger and, and even if they would have the money they maybe wouldn't like a burger so I'm, you'd be better off to to open a kind of more of a peter's tex-mex or, or something like Iron Pig, which is really catering to Chinese flavors, mm -hmm. then then like want to open like you know this New York style whatever stuff, mm -hmm. and it's often the Chinese that come to me. I'm like no, so yeah, cater to what you know. <clears throat> yeah, this is Chengdu. It's not Shanghai, mm -hmm. and it's not gonna be Shanghai anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, not even ever because we'll like it'll still the nature <laughs> is still Chengdu. Yeah, but I'm really happy how is it changing. Like I see like. I was visiting a new hospital at the East uh, train station called Glen Eagles two days ago. Wow. Just like the, the difference between that and the normal Chinese hospitals, it, it's amazing. And I was, I was feeling really like, yes, it's happening. Hmm. Like, the, it, I don't know, just like everything was like standard, like the highest quality of the machines. I think it's 30 square meter patient. It's reservation only. So it, it looks like a hotel, of, and apparently the prices are still okay compared to the Chinese hospitals. It's so like the feeling is just like, you know, they also want to make you feel like you're not ill, basically. They want to make you feel mm. like you're in a hotel mm. to, to kind of not make you go crazy. Uh, and different things like, like, yeah, the beer festival this weekend, but also I've just mm. been running at the Greenway. 
you see all those green waves connecting. Uh, it's just nice to, to finally uh, take some time to also go out of my comfort zone and, and, and do some more stuff. Mm. And in that way also get a lot of ideas, right. uh, like what I want to do next is maybe with my own platform, my own IP, and also with other cities that we will start to work on. It's, it's good to get a wider, a wider vision. Uh. Mm. Well, things are changing fast in China. Yes, as, as usual here. Yeah, and the vision is always getting bigger, which is awesome. Yeah, awesome, but it's also challenging. Uh, if you look at uh, a beer nest, uh, it changes a lot. But first of all, the metro construction hit us already for, what is it now, almost two years. And second of all, because of the speed, there's so many different areas that are developing. So there's lots of new, let's say, entertainment hubs. I think the last year and a half, mm -hmm. the TV tower really came up and then polycenter lost the clubs so i think you can only do a bar also well if around you you have like a you have food pre-drinking bars and and party like people want to go to a destination where they don't have to move too much mm -hmm. and before polycenter was like a big destination for nightlife right but right. because of the metro and because of having it a bit too messy in polycenter uh yeah it totally changed and, and then now also there's so many good restaurants and bars everywhere in, in town hmm. so it doesn't matter north east south west like people have a choice now hmm. yeah it's nice to see like the city is like dynamics change constantly yeah um so before we uh leave out here um any final thoughts for our listeners well i would just say guys try to do something like don't just sit back uh, after your job or have an idea and, and, and work on something, even if it's just a small event, do a pop crawl, do a quiz, mm. uh, start working with, with, with guys that have ideas and, and connect with positive people that are really bringing something to the city. Like we all want to see the city growing, mm. but we need more people to, to do something and create really the ecosystem that we're all looking for. Mm, mm, mm. Try stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it's fun on the way. You, or you learn something if you fail, you right. learn something if, if, you, if you don't fail. Yeah. You meet people, you know, you get experience in your life. So, so just, just do it. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. No sure. worries.